Yay for Coach Sarah making us cool. We finally have a Game of Thrones mantra. If you happen to be a fan, you may have missed our big announcement last night. The maintained suite of programs at fitnessprotection.com is now open to the public. Priced at $30 per month, this monthly fitness subscription has everything you need to succeed. Coaches, virtual run buddies, live Q&A sessions, daily motivation threads, live streams, and even podcasts coming very soon. Check it out at www.fitnessprotection.com forward slash home. Again, that's www.fitnessprotection.com forward slash home. Sometimes I just feel like Sharon Horgan in Catastrophe when she says, What? Am I supposed to watch Game of Thrones on my own? Like a pervert? Hi, this is Coach Sarah, and this is The Morning Mantra. Hi, my name is MK Fleming. I'm a run coach based in Denver, Colorado. But this isn't a podcast about running exactly. Don't tell my clients, but we're never really talking about the running. When you know a craptastic event is coming, it helps to have a mantra to keep you centered and focused as you move through it. You don't have to be an athlete to be hashtag coached and loved by Coach MK. And if you are here, then you are hashtag winning at life. Today's mantra is, not today. Not today. There are few things as daunting as a mountain of hard work with no peak in sight. That is to say that the work will never end, but you don't know whether it will or when it will, and you don't know whether doing all that work is going to get you the result you want. Arya Stark should know. She spent, what, four seasons of Game of Thrones stranded, going from continent to continent, running away from people trying to kill her? But what did her teacher, who was really her coach, tell her to say to death? Not today. We have a lot of phrases that stand in for don't give up yet. We say, just put one foot in front of the other. And we say, run the mile you're in. And those phrases can work for a certain mindset. It's fine to run the mile you're in when you're out on a five-mile run, because there are only five miles. If you run the mile you're in and you do that again four more times, you'll get to the end of your run and your patience will have been rewarded. You know this. That's why run the mile you're in gives you the cue you need to focus for just a little longer. And it works because it gives you a roadmap to the end. But sometimes there is no roadmap. Sometimes the work feels totally futile because there's no way to see whether you're actually progressing from mile one to mile two whether you're getting any closer to your objective. If you've ever rehabbed an injury, you have been here. My most recent layoff from running was two years ago when I developed a calf strain that I was really hoping was nothing. But instead, I spent a month barely running at all, and two more months after that, rebuilding fitness. It was an unglamorous, unimpressive injury, but it felt stuck on me. The way let it go gets stuck in my head, thanks to my three-year-old demanding it be played in the car all the time. It was there all the time. And a part of me genuinely wondered whether a portion of my brain would be forever dedicated to the maintenance of the stupid thing. The regular visits to my physical therapist ate away at spare time I didn't have, as the copays added up. Plus the fact that I had to schlep to the gym twice a week now to get some cardio exercise on a stationary bike instead of just putting on my shoes and heading out the door for a run. 
And when I did get to run a couple times a week, I got to do little sets of one minute on, one minute off, run-walk intervals. It was boring, frustrating work. And it didn't feel like anything was getting any better because every time I ran, just for that one minute, I still felt the pull in my left calf. I knew I was doing all the right things. I knew I needed to listen to my PT and do what she said. And I wanted to believe her when she told me that it would keep getting better and better if I just stayed the course and did the work. But I honestly didn't believe her. I was afraid. I cried a lot during those months, and every time I drove to the gym for my dull stationary bike workout, every time I went through my PT's interminable warm-up sequence and preparation for maybe 10 minutes of running, every time I went out for a 30-minute brisk walk, I felt like screaming and yelling and quitting. I think that if I could have known in my heart that my silly little calf strain would heal, and that I would in a few months no longer even think about it when out running, that I would indeed go on to train for a marathon that fall, I could have gotten through those three months of rehab and rebuilding without so much angst. But I had no such conviction. I had never been coached before. I had never successfully rehabbed an injury without just taking weeks, if not months, completely off from running. And when I did that, the comebacks had always been halting and slow and uncertain. And I had no reason to believe that this time, just by putting one foot in front of the other, I would actually get where I wanted to be. And it didn't help that during the same period of time, I was rejected from a job at a really good college for which I had been one of two finalists. And I totally remember that it was exactly the same time as the injury because I remember being on the campus getting ready for my interview and going out for one of my little walk runs, just trying to get the nerves away. All I wanted to do was run and run and run. Getting rejected from that job after pouring all my energy into the interview, which I thought couldn't have gone better, just one more slow leak in my confidence. The definitive rejection came. It was time to just keep applying for more jobs, one cover letter at a time, one foot in front of the other, run the mile you're in, or, you know, run walk the mile you're in. But I couldn't see the finish line, and I had lost faith that there even was one. All I knew was that there was work to do, and I had to do it, no matter how little I believed that it would actually take me where I needed to go. So here's where the mantra comes in. Hard work that leads you to somewhere you can't see is scary, and it can really suck. The only guarantee is that if you don't do it, your feet will stay right where they are. Yes, you can be angry about it. Fucking eccentric calf raises. Again, 15-minute warm-up for 10 minutes of walk running. Another one-year visiting assistant professor position. I'm not here to tell you to tolerate a shitty situation indefinitely. The day may come when you decide to say, fuck it. It did for academia and me, eventually. We have a mantra for that, too. But if I had quit rehabbing my injury three weeks in, just because stationary bikes were driving me crazy, I wouldn't have been standing on a marathon start line six months later, for sure. Yes, I cried and raged a lot during that rehab cycle, because the work was dull and frustrating, and I was scared. But every day, I decided to put off quitting for just one more day. So, if you have your work in front of you, and if it scares you, and bores you, and annoys you, and intimidates you, just cut to the chase. Come right out and ask yourself, is it time to quit right now?
You don't have to know what tomorrow's answer will be. All we're talking about is today. And if the answer is no, then you have your mantra. Not today. Not today. You are coached. You are loved. And you are winning at life. And you are definitely winning at life if you subscribe to my Nuzzlenut newsletter, follow me on Facebook, or follow me on Instagram. Feel free to do all three. Don't forget, if you need a mantra, you can always ask for one at info at coachedinlove.com. Again, that's email info, I-N-F-O, at coachedinlove.com.